0: Welcome back, everybody. On this week's show, we are talking the hows, ifs, whys, and whats of staying off-site but doing a Disney vacation nonetheless. Enjoy. This is show 315 for the week of March 2nd, 2015. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Welcome back everybody on this show it will be adam and me and we're going to be talking uh off-site uh basically booking a trip and uh, doing everything off-site when doing a walt disney world trip adam is actually the one who's been doing this planning a trip for himself and so he's been putting notes and stuff together so that he could kind of uh tell us what this is like what the experience has been like uh the pros and the cons the cost savings and all the good stuff that comes along with that so how you doing adam pretty good it's
1: good to be back and back on a show where it's just you and me man this is like old times yeah That's i know think. <laughs> man how long has it been since we've been a show like yeah. this since it's like been a little I while
0: i jump back yeah. every once in a while and listen to some of the old stuff
1: yeah so cool yeah. cool i think some of it's still relevant especially the ride attractions with yeah the good, good audio so
0: yeah the ride attractions there's a lot of stuff actually i mean even though we've got some additional um like Mickey's Not So Scary uh, stuff out there from shows. Now that I went with Cameron, the stuff that we did when you and I went is still extremely relevant.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah, that was like, I that very was like four little years ago, so that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Booty U Parade is still there. If they've yeah. done anything, they've added a little th- a couple new uh, floats or something like that to it. But the music is still pretty much the same. So I think it's uh, it's that way with a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, the only thing that's different now is if you're running video, there's walls up everywhere. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I too, know. Did you notice, the- uh, did you see the video or pictures of the hat? It is gone in Hollywood Studios.
1: Uh, I saw, I think I saw the last bit of the hat, but the wall was still up. Yeah. So are the, walls now gone?
0: The wall is still up, but the hat is okay. completely gone. So you can see the theater. See the theater.
1: On. In fact, I don't know if anybody knew this, but I have a picture from 1997. With the wall, obviously before the hat, so it's on wow. our Flickr.
0: It is on Flickr.
1: Yeah, I put it on our Flickr. I'm almost certain I did. Okay. So It's. I see. So they're in classic Disney or something yeah. like that on our. Flickr well, I'll tell you set, what I'll do so.
0: is I'll try to pull it. I'll try to find it and pull it out and I'll stick it in the show notes for this show. Yeah. Just I'm so sure people if, can see it. You
1: could. Com- you could probably compare the gardening <laughs> to what they're gonna put out there, but I don't know. It's kind of cool to think back that.
0: And speaking of that, I mean, have you seen the pictures of the hub? No,
1: I have not. Is oh. the, are they down? Uh, no,
0: not everything, but a lot of it is opening oh. up and the landscaping is done, and man, it looks really nice.
1: That's awesome. So well, they have I'm these gl- big
0: green spaces now in it to where I just wonder how long those are going to be able to last. They're uh, you know, probably going to put
1: some fencing up because they have they have fencing around in, uh, what's it called? When you first enter Main Street, what is that? Town Square? Yeah, town? yeah. yeah. basically Town Square. Uh, Yeah, there's actually fencing around the area, so you can't walk in the grass right there, so I don't know. We'll We'll see. see.
0: We'll see what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Right now it looks so green, the grass does. I don't know if it's real, I don't know if it's fake, and it's something that is just like a placeholder until they get ready to do the next spot, you know, next thing there. I don't don't know. Cool, that's really cool. There are fountains running in there and all kinds of stuff going on.
1: Yeah, while we're talking about news, we might as well bring this up. Did you see the... uh, avatar video they posted for avatar land no oh it's only like 30 seconds long but it's on the blog i think they posted it wednesday there's a video there's a video of them walking on this stuff where you walk and your footprint shows up in the lighting of the floor so it's like the
0: bioluminescent stuff
1: yep yep and then they show some of the plants and the things they've created not really very much detail but it like gives you a rare glimpse into kind of the interactivity that they're going to produce and the in the
0: land and stuff there so well I'm gonna have to find that off the blog. I'll stick that also in the show notes, yeah because I yeah I haven't heard it it's crazy I haven't heard about that anywhere
1: it it was it's really a, it's more writing than it is the video then you see the video and that's all you get but so there's it's, not something. Really, it's just a little tease that's all it is so
0: yeah, I would just thought I would have heard more I mean just something at this point anything I, I guess I did see a couple articles maybe but no pictures. I've just been yeah. talking about how they're really pushing the boundaries uh, of what, what they can do. So anyway, cool. all right, we will. Uh, we can do a lot of news even next week. There's a lot of different things that are going on, but I like to kind of let it build up a little more. And, and then we'll hit that. So uh, what do you Something got for like- us here as far as uh, take us through your experiences with planning uh, an off-premises or off-property trip?
1: Okay. Well, I guess the first thing... What do you think I have magic band questions that are kind of unique to staying off site and some additional un i don't even know what you're gonna call it it is it is some th- questions that are like, can I really do that with my magic band and you have to dig to find these answers Do you want to talk about that stuff? Oh definitely. that's kind of how I put it in the notes
0: yeah here. i I think that we should stick everything that you can come up with um everything that you have and then some we'll put in because. You know as well as I know, there's never too many questions that can be answered. So
1: Certainly. Okay. So, all right. So, some of this, all right. And I got to preface this by saying that some of this came in thoughts, came from when I was listening to WDW Today again, testa Matt Hochberg, um, I forget all the guys on there, but they they do a good job of covering some stuff. They talked about Magic Bands, oh, I don't know, about a month ago and did did like a frequently asked questions section and added some of these things that I'm going to be about to say. But then I had to dig into some more things because we're staying off site. And I'm like, you know what? Is it worth buying a magic band? Do I need one for my two year old who doesn't have a ticket? Can I get one for my two year old? So that's where all this kind of stuff is coming from. We can chat it out. But, um, uh, first question, can you get magic bands and use them even if staying off site?
0: Yeah, you can purchase them. Yep. Yeah.
1: So you can purchase them, um, long story short, in our experience, I do not have them, we didn't purchase them yet, but we did purchase our tickets and they are linked to the My Disney Experience. So right now, uh, we have RFID cards that we purchased through a third party, uh, I'll go over that later, but anyway, I can take those cards into the parks and be fine, I don't need Magic Bands, but we are thinking of getting Magic Bands, so I'll go into that a little more later, um... Next question. Can you use credit cards on Magic Bands even though you are not staying on property? And do you happen to know this answer, Doug?
0: Hmm. I would think probably not.
1: To my I... knowledge, the answer is no. And the reason is your credit card is linked back to your hotel. To your room, and yeah. obviously, you aren't on property, so they don't have a credit card on file for you in the hotel. Right. So, um... Now I don't know. Who knows? I guess they could find a way to link it back to your Disney account, and then, but then, you know, I would think that to, would be difficult.
0: They'd yeah. have to
1: bill you, and it would take too long. And yeah, yeah. And
0: yeah, no, I don't think they're in the habit of billing.
1: <laughs> right. Right. So okay, Uh here's an interesting one that we wanted to check out because I didn't want to. If I didn't have to buy magic bands, all you guys have a million magic bands, and it's like, huh, oh, I wonder if I could borrow yours. Um, can you transfer unused Magic Bands to others?
0: Um, unused, okay. Because I was you—you you asked me about this. I remember originally, and mm-hmm. I was questionable. And I think that we had finally surmised that you can, as long as they've never been linked. Correct.
1: That is correct. So. I've not booked a package with a Magic Band yet. Tell tell me the basics and let's talk to our listeners about the well, basics. The only
0: way that I can think that you could book one and not have it linked, because they're going to ship you a band, but the only way that they'll ship it to you is to link it to your current um, your current uh, reservation. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing I've run into is I've got a five-month-old that's going with us on this next trip. That is my yeah. newest grandchild. And they're sending him a band, but it is not linked to anything. So it's more or less a uh, collector's item. That would yes. be the that would be the only way that I could think that you could do that.
1: Okay, okay. So I heard Len talking about this, Len Testa, and his scenario was your two-year-old, which of course would not have a ticket. Can you give your two-year-old's magic band away? And his answer was, "Yes, you can, because it's not linked to anything." So. I guess my question to you is, is there ever an instance, like, say you book an next trip, and you don't customize your Magic Band, and they just send you one, or how does that work? Do you actually, like, request it to be sent early if you mm-hmm. customize it, and if you don't customize it, you pick it up at the resort?
0: Actually, they want you to customize it, and they want to mail it to you before, uh, before you even—I mean, it, it's going to get to me— about 30 days before I arrive in the parks. They want you to have that band on when you are on your plane, getting off your plane so that you're using it as soon as you board Magical Express.
1: Okay. And then what happens if, uh, well, number one, what happens if you don't customize? Do they do they just send you a generic one 10 days out?
0: Yeah. Technically, it would okay. come as, yeah, with a name and probably a gray one, I think, is the default that they go with. Yep. Um, the next thing, too, that they're doing, to to force you probably into this, but not force you, but make you want to uh, make sure that you do the customizable and make your dot. My design experience would be to do the direct to room check-in. Yes, that's true. So it's another way of kind of uh, leveraging you a little bit to make sure that that's what you want to do. Okay. And so,
1: Okay, so here's the question then. When when you received your customized Magic Bands, do you have to do anything on My Disney Experience, or does it automatically show up as your name, customized Magic Band? On uh, that? Actually,
0: it does sh- show up, but it doesn't automatically uh, show up. Well, it shows up with your name, but you can change that. Like, I had the ridiculous thing when Cameron and I were going that I wanted to call uh, one of us, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, and then have the other guy... Called John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, and when it came up on the screen, I'd say his name is my name too. But anyway, <laughs> so and technically, you could do that. You could get by with that. Okay. And then you can so also it, tell them what color you want. You have you know, the basic colors to pick from.
1: Okay, so I guess what I'm saying is, when those showed up at your house or whatever, and they had the names on them, did you have to do anything, or were they all ready to go?
0: They were ready. They're okay. linked the so and they're ready.
1: So they're linked once you do that they're linked Right,
0: and so the only other thing you do at that point even though you have them you can continue to link if you want to make additional dining reservations uh, and whatever anything like that you could continue to do that I mean up to the point even that you're on the bus you know riding on the Magical Express to your your resort you could still continue to add stuff to your My Disney Experience app and you could still link it and actually that part works really well Um, I have yet to purchase anything uh, or even cancel and then rebook dining reservations and stuff and have them not link immediately. So okay. that's worked out really well.
1: Cool. That's awesome. Okay, so back to the to the question about transferring unused Magic Bands. The answer is yes, it is possible, but only if you have one that is not linked to your account, and it seems like the only way that that's going to happen is if it's someone who does not have a ticket. like Technically a, someone
0: who's under the age of three yes yep.
1: correct so on the other hand let's talk about this because this i heard this from Lena also if you decide to keep the magic band for someone who is under three keep it anyway they can wear it they can put it on their belt loop whatever they can and if they get lost in the parks the cast members can scan their band and say oh this came with this package we can look for your yeah. family who has the band and they're located in adventureland or where it
0: would still looking. be look, it would still be uh linked in some way back to you know Adam Deener's you know Adam's um uh my Disney Experience app correct or his correct. account I should say
1: so uh not that the 5 month old's going to get lost but for me I got a 2 year old yeah. So Did, my 2-year-old is going to be wandering around and I don't know, he might get lost. I mean, we'll probably keep a hold of him, but I was thinking, you know what? It might be a good idea to just get him one anyway so that, you know, he doesn't have a ticket, but I'm wondering if maybe we just buy one for him. Yes, so, I
0: think it's a great idea.
1: I'm not I don't know how that would work since of course you could we still wouldn't.
0: have him it would be linked to your uh my Disney experience account. I
1: didn't even think about that cuz he yep. does have an account on my Disney experience. Yep. So, yeah, that's So cool. yeah, you
0: could do that. I mean, as soon as you buy it, in fact, when you're purchasing it, they'll they will ask you who you're buying it for. Uh-huh. And then they will ask you if you have a uh, my Disney experience account, you give them that account information. Actually, they would do all the work for you right there on the spot. And then okay. you could look if you have your smartphone on you, you could look right there on the spot and make sure that everything's linked and working. But th- awesome. they can also do that themselves. So,
1: okay, cool. So, with that said, we're actually now thinking about purchasing for them specifically the five year old. I will be because she'll have a ticket and I think it'd be fun for her to have it as a souvenir. Oh, but definitely. also, if she gets lost yeah. as a five year old, I'm like, okay, I want her to, you know, have that so we can find her. But then. I'm thinking the two the year old the two year old as well. So okay. Cool deal. Next question. Um, can you purchase Disney tickets from a third party and still buy a magic band and use it in the
0: parks? And you have you know this now as good or better than myself.
1: Yes. Um yeah, might as well talk I, we kinda talked about it, so um I'll go into a little more. We decided to reach out to a company called Undercover Tourist. They are the ones with like the frog logo, if you've seen them around. They are in the Better Bureau business, whatever, top 100 or whatever it is. They have high ratings. They're very
0: reputable. Huh.
1: Very, very reputable.
0: Now, I um, use them for the mouse moment and for Universal's door for the crowd calendars. Yes. Only because they're free. You don't have to pay to use them, and they're there. And I know they have a pretty good reputation, so um, I use them And so far from what I've seen. It's not as in-depth as what you're going to get by paying for touring plans, but uh, as a good guide point before you have uh, booked your trip, you know it's a good place to look and say, okay, well, yeah, this works.
1: Yeah. In reality, I think they offer a great discount for prices on tickets. Um, it's free shipping. You can choose which version you want. We ended, There's two options to buy Disney tickets. It's either you buy the RFID ticket, which is the one we bought, which is the real card or you can buy the e-ticket. The e-ticket is not refundable. The RFI ticket ID tickets are refundable, but you once you get the package, if you open the package, it's not refundable anymore. So if something happens and you buy the tickets and you have them in in you know with you and you're going a year from now, you can you can get them you can return them if you don't want to or whatever. Um they have good prices. Uh there's they have other things too, like if you buy cuz right the, now
0: they're still offering prices the old ticket prices until those tickets Correct. run out. Correct. When actually, by all rights, I mean that is kind of their 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 deal. Actually, mm-hmm. I mean they could turn around and start selling those tickets and make a bigger profit, but they don't do that.
1: Yep. So. Yep. In fact, they buy them in bulk, so they get a cheaper discount anyway. So they're actually, it's a pretty good business. And they so actually d-
0: they actually have a relationship with Disney to do this. Yes. So it's not like they're just, you know, out here buying up people's tickets or whatever for whatever reason, uh, they actually do purchase tickets in bulk from Disney.
1: Right. Which is how we got the RFID tickets. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies you can't do that You can't get the RFID tickets. And so and then here's the other option. If I didn't get the RFID ticket, that's fine, but when I get to the gate, I would have to go to will call and get my r f i d ticket or my magic band there, so um that's an added bonus because I could right now with my ticket walk into the park, use it, scan it, and go yeah, you're just like anybody it. else, yep and that's yep. it, yep, so um, I felt like I needed to say that um here's another experience we had with them, so when I did it online um you can it's very intuitive, very easy to do, mobile site even if you're in fact, I think I did it on my smartphone even. Um, you select the ticket you want. It tells you your cost savings from the gate ticket price, which is kind of nice to have. I actually found the gate ticket price compared to the online Disney app. It actually was saving more money than what the uh, universe, um
0: whatever you call it,
1: undercover tourist was saying. So I actually was saving more than they were saying on their website. Which wow! Say, so oh, that's, that's nice. At better. least
0: they're being conservative about mm-hmm. about what they're telling you. You're going to save. So
1: yep. So I decided I wanted to ship it to work because you have to sign off on it and I wanted somebody at work to sign off and then deliver it to me at work rather than at home where you know who knows who's at home or who's not at home. Yeah. Anyway, I accidentally flipped the addresses around. I had the billing address as the ship to address and i had my my work addresses the billing address well obviously it flagged it as an error it said automatically oh your credit card doesn't match this billing address please call us during the business hours of eight to five eastern time monday through friday or something like that so i'm like okay great so the next day at work i end up calling them over lunch i talked to this lady and she was she was great she had great customer service it sounded like she was professional she She just asked for my confirmation number, pulled it up right away. We talked through all the details. She said, oh, it just looks like the address is wrong. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. They need to be flipped around. Anyway, got it all set and settled. And uh, it was very professional. It sounded great. They had a good phone system. It's not like it's some cheap whatever in somebody's house. It's, uh, It's a real deal business. So. Uh, I just felt like I needed to say that because how often do you do this stuff and then you actually talk to the people on the phone?
0: So. Right. No, I think that plus just the fact that you're buying for the third party. If somebody's considering that, we need to do everything we can to make them comfortable with what they're doing. Right. Right.
1: So with that said, I also encourage if you are going to buy third party, be careful because there are those out there where you'll get like the the Google searches where they kind of show up at the top and then says like, I think. One of them was like twenty-five-dollar Disney tickets, yep. and you're like, "There's no way that's twenty-five dollars And there's bucks. people
0: trying to sell them on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people, I guess, out on 192 and out on, uh, well, basically 192 in Orlando, trying to sell them at a little stand. Stay away from that garbage. Yes. So. Yes,
1: and there's like these fast, quick touristy shops that say that. Uh, be careful. I would just say, be careful if you're going to do that stuff. I would, I would much rather you look up. Like a place like undercover tourists that'll um that'll definitely give you the legit business, their ratings are high, they are a real business that does a good job, and uh you don't wanna get hosed um well
0: the the old adage stands there if it is if it seems too good to be true, it probably is if you're getting you know a Disney ticket for twenty five dollars uh for the day, that's probably too good to be true, yeah, yeah, and so. Yeah, you're probably yep. gonna find yourself out twenty five bucks.
1: Yep, yep. So anyway, I so there's that info on that. So we've got a couple more questions here I wanna go over. Okay. So can so the question was can you purchase Disney tickets from a third party, still buy a magic band and use it in the parks? And the answer is yes you can. So I haven't bought my Mag- Magic Band yet. I've got to do that. But once I do that, I link the Magic Band to the My Disney Experience, and then all automatically I don't have to use our FID <coughs> card anymore, and, and we are good to go. I, I did just... see
0: some people uh, asking questions about that in another forum I was looking at online. You can buy those, t- those bands to outside of the parks. Yes. So, yeah, if you want to buy them, they'll link them right there. You're going to walk in just like everybody else using your band. So a lot of people just didn't want to go in and fight the crowds and stuff by going getting into the park first and then going into like the Emporium in Magic Kingdom and trying to buy it there.
1: Yes, correct. So you can buy them in the parks. You can buy them in downtown Disney. There are select retail stores that you can buy them in. In fact, you may even be able to do it at a Disney store. I I don't know that for sure, but... You know, like a local Disney store in your town. And you can buy it online at DisneyStore.com, which is Disney's website. So, If you
0: want another way to get a band and save money, go to Mickey's Not So Scary and buy one of the specialty bands. And save money on basically just paying to get into the party uh, and not for a full-day ticket. Uh, Then you're talking like 60-some bucks, and you get a special band that you can purchase, too, out of it. uh, Oh, Interesting. Yeah, and, yeah, I didn't think about that. So. Yeah, and we talked about that, Adam and I talked about that just a little bit uh, some time ago off mic. And uh, those bands do, uh, they can do kind of neat little things. If you look at our overview video, I'll stick this in the show notes, from uh, Mickey's Not So Scary, you'll see that's actually Cameron holding his band up against the, all uh, oh, the little whatever you want to call that thing. Uh, and you see the, the, the Mickey Mouse head light up and... Uh, funky colors and sometimes it'll say things at you and so anyway that was a way you know i thought about if you wanted to save money you know by getting into the park a little cheaper and at the same time get a different band other than just the regular generic bands you could do that yes cool okay
1: a couple last questions here and and uh, some things i wanted to add in as a as handy addition perks and i'm not sure doug maybe you maybe you not know that Won't know these things. Um, One is in the notes. A couple I don't have in the notes. Okay. Uh, Last question here in the notes that I have. If staying on site, can you set up separate credit card charging for separate people staying in the same room?
0: I I would think that, yeah, if they have separate. Okay, if you have two separate, five separate people in the same room, and they each have their own uh, My Disney Experience uh, sign-in, their own. Uh, what is it? you know login information they can put their own credit card on that,
1: okay, so the answer is yes, but you have to do it at the front
0: desk, right yeah,
1: so you can't do it by yourself, even though yes that is true. You have your own experience Mike's Disney experience you have to do it at the front desk. The front desk is where they separate it, so um something very important, but yes, it is very handy and awesome to do okay so here's some here's a tip for you. um, I think it was last week, I don't know you guys were talking about. Um, you can have up to 32 Magic Bands. Wasn't yeah. that last week?
0: Yeah, that's the word. The latest word I've heard is 32 Magic Bands, and then you're going to have to um, deactivate some. Okay. Otherwise, otherwise, the new ones that you get will not be activated. Okay, so is here's it...
1: a caveat to that that you need to kind of consider. According to Len Test and WDW Today, if you have more than eight activated at one time, it takes a long time for you to check in. Because it scans through all those profiles and so it's best to deactivate if you have more than eight.
0: Well here's what I tell people too. Always take one of your older bands with you. If there's a problem, those are always activated. Yes. And so and I actually have heard that from some other podcasters, so who were right there in Orlando, and that's that was kind of uh one of their tips of saying take an old band with you, throw it in your luggage.
1: Yes. That is something too, as well. So basically, you shouldn't really need to have more than eight. <laughs> Eight's a ton. I mean,
0: no, that's you yeah. can have, it's and am- that's for one person. It's amazing you know? though how so. fast they. Kind of <laughs> oh yeah, it <laughs> kind sure. of build up. Yeah, um, sure. Especially because sure. now twice I will have done these split stays, and they want to send yes. you a band for each end of the stay, mm-hmm. and so you end up, you know, I mean, I have two trips now, and basically four bands just for myself out of two trips.
1: Yep. Now, have you declined any before? No. Okay. Because you can decline them. Did you know you can do that?
0: Uh, Yeah, I guess. I, I guess that I have probably looked at that, seen that on there. Uh, oh. Technically, yeah, I'm to the point now where I think, okay, I've got every color. Yeah. And so I probably would just start to decline. I want to kind of get – Uh, here's here's like where I still think they're missing the vote. I want to get one band Uh, that – that I could kind of say, okay, this is my band. This is the one I'm always going to use. And it might—I don't know. I, I guess you know you could go buy the Haunted Man Magic Band if you wanted one. But I would like it too if you could actually get one that's customized mm-hmm. just for you.
1: Sure, sure, I agree. And uh, you know, when they say customized, I think more than just seven colors in your name. Right. You know, give no. me something more like an icon or something right. I can even, add to it. Even besides if it the, the me, additions, like, yeah. if it
0: cost me fifty dollars. For the thing, then that's the one that I'm going to use. Right. The rest of them, I'm just not going to link until that one's just no good anymore. Right. Right. I still think Uh, would be cool.
1: The other thing to consider is that the fact that the batteries only last two years or so. So you know, you you get you may have one you like for the next two years, but then it's going to die. The battery's going to die. So you're going to need some new ones eventually. anyway, but in two
0: years, you know, I just get another one. I get another one that either like the one that I was using previously or I would uh you know, I'd have a whole different idea of something I want by that time. Yep, yep, cool.
1: Okay, and then one additional question. It's not uh it is magic band related, but it has to do with fast passes. So now that I've got my tickets linked, for the first time I'm actually playing with the fast pass system and realizing a couple things. Did you know, and maybe you know this Doug, that you can actually schedule one fast pass on one day if you want to? Have you I don't mess- think I've
0: ever know cuz it always shoots uh, it it shoots yep. them at you in threes. Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay, so here's how you do it. Okay, first of all, you can't do it on the app. You have to do it online. And so what you do when you first schedule your fast passes, say you only want to do one attraction for that one park you're picking. And you don't want to deal with the other stuff and in fact, I kind of don't like to take up extra stuff. Right,
0: just, if you're not going to use it.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't want that cluttering up my disney experience app i want to be able to just see the one app i want to go to and and then when i'm there if i want to add another one i can't
0: plus it's just a courtesy to the other people yep why would you just take two other uh fast pass appointments basically if you're not even going to use them exactly exactly
1: so here's what you got to do if you feel like you want to do it go ahead uh get your fast pass scheduled get your three days your three attractions scheduled for that day Go into the cancel reservations. You can only, or not reservations, cancel FastPass. You can only do this again on the web interface through a through a computer, not on the app. And say cancel FastPass. That will give you then the option of which FastPass you want to cancel. You can cancel the two you don't want, and it still keeps the one that you wanted want wanted in there. Click next, verify the cancellation, go through, and then all you have left is the one FastPass. This may be uh,
0: this may be something that they just added to. Oh, okay. Because it seems like when I was booking them uh, for the trip with Cameron and I, there was no way to do just one. I thought Uh, everything, but I could have missed it. I'm not the most detailed person sometimes, but uh, so it could be uh, that. I just thought, though, at that time, if I hit cancel, it would cancel all of them, and I was starting over. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there were a lot of complaints about that, so maybe they have done that.
1: Now, see, I've been playing with it, so you can – and I don't care cause I'm canceling, you know, I'm just playing with reserving one, canceling, reserving one, canceling just to see how it works. Cause, and you know, this is for like 30 days from now, which we're not going until June. So right. it didn't matter to me. But anyway, um, obviously if it's a, re- you're a real fast pass, you know, one, you may want to be careful on that, but, uh. Even if you want to try it yourself, go ahead actually, and schedule I did something that, for a um, day you won't be at, and then.
0: Yeah, I actually did that uh, previously when I first got my AP and everything. Mm-hmm. This time, once it was activated, I I thought that was pretty cool because I can schedule a fast pass for any day. Yep. Uh, I don't have to have a room booked because with an AP, I mean you could be there any day.
1: Yeah, and you That's know it's really cool now that I have it linked to fast passes and I have a ticket. I can schedule your fast passes any day. Cause yeah, yeah. You, you shared your stuff. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. It's no, like, I
0: love it. I love it because I, yeah. if I forget to tell you something, you already see it. If you're just taking a look, I, I like it. I well, honestly,
1: it. this too. If you're in the parks and your Wi-Fi is horrible, and you call me at home and tell me to change your fast pass, oh, I can do it for you. Wait a minute,
0: and you had experience with that, correct, with your sister? Yes, yes. my sister. <laughs> yes. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Now, before that, I didn't know the interface, so I was kind of like fumbling over everything she's trying to tell me. And she she also logged in, and I had to use her login because I didn't have an active park ticket. Right. Yeah. Now I have an active park ticket. Now I can do it to anybody who's on my friend. As long desk, as they've so.
0: shared that, yeah.
1: Right. Right. As long as they've shared that. So anyway, that's a fun tip too. So
0: oh, definitely. And I've actually heard of a couple other people actually having a a friend or relative who you know knows them and who's shared their stuff with them, canceling dining reservations and stuff like that for them. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I heard a story about somebody sitting in an emergency room. Oh, wow. Uh, with their child and actually thinking, and I know what a thing to think at this point. but Seriously. But they still thought, I think they had like three dining reservations for the next day and thought, oh, yeah, I don't want to be charged for each one of these. And so they actually called their sister or something and had them cancel all of that. And and that here's the next, I guess this is a little bit of a tip. I wouldn't abuse this, but... Uh, it, that was within the 24-hour window where you're not supposed to be able to cancel without being charged, and mm-hmm. the sister, I believe it was, told the rep that, listen, my sister is sitting in an emergency room right now in Orlando, and this and so they did it. They they went ahead and just made the cancellations and didn't charge her. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, yeah, probably, yeah. I hate to get – I'm just going to trust that people aren't going to sit and do that. And right. For all I know, maybe they already are. So.
1: yeah I mean, I'm sure the reps are used to you know they can kinda tell when somebody's faking it sometimes, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know you know whatever so all right, so that's pretty much the magic band fast pass questions I came up with, and uh you know there's a little bit more unique things um that I think will come out, and we'll we'll report well, more on those, yeah and especially like, off site stuff.
0: we could break this down you know a lot more to to the stuff that okay, for instance, if you were flying in and staying on off site uh, you're gonna have to pay. Well, hopefully, your hotel has a shuttle that would come to the airport and get you if you're not running a car. Mm-hmm. Because paying for Magical Express or paying for that distance to get to a hotel could be up to like 60 bucks each way, and so that could be expensive. Uh, that's why I always try to finagle, find out ways of, of using, uh, to make sure that I still get to use Magical Express mm-hmm. no matter what. Yep. Um, yeah, and that is just part of always trying to cut my costs down. Um, not because well, I am cheap, but also because I'd rather take the money and spend it somewhere else. Yep, yep. And so.
1: Yeah, so here's the thing with that, and I kind of put some notes in here. So let, let's kind of transition a little bit into more about staying off-site. And, um, you know, we've not really talked about it a whole lot. Uh, I kind of made it this trip because we needed – I don't want to say it. We needed to find a better budget for what we had in our trip. We've taken grandparents with us, just one set of grandparents, so it's going to be four adults, three kids, seven people. You can't, you can't really that's, find that's a
0: almost impossible.
1: Yeah, you can't really find a good good place for seven people, like unless you're doing
0: deluxe, or I mean, you can do the campsite even, stuff. Yeah, but even with deluxe, you'd have to get like a uh two bedroom maybe
1: yeah Which we could squeeze well, in a one bedroom huh? but man with three kids and one of them's a three a six month old it's a little that's, eh.
0: yeah that's so a anyway, busy living room <laughs> yeah i mean you got people sleeping on couches and chairs and everything mm-hmm. else
1: too now if we had teenagers you know whatever yeah. we'd make it work it'd be fine but with the kids situation it's a little different so anyway um we thought about that we're doing off-site we got that all good to go it's a cheaper rate whatever um, I think in general, if you're thinking of offsite, you have to consider all that stuff that you were talking about. No Magical Express. Okay, so if there's no Magical Express, can I book a package deal with the hotel that's going to give me transportation from the airport or at least cheap transportation from the airport? And are they going to be able to get me to the parks either for a small cost or or am I going to have to take a rental car and get to the parks, which, of course, then you're paying so it? now
0: you're eating back into your savings.
1: Yeah, is it 16 bucks a day? I don't even know what it is now. Oh, you mean your car? No, for parking.
0: Oh, parking. uh 17.
1: 17 yeah. a day. So, you know, that kind of eats into the cost and so you know, you're kind of there, but then again, if you know say you're going, I don't know, what the uh cost of what is it? There's the uh you know there's all kinds of to- different hotels down there days in oh yeah you know, there the standard chains yeah um
0: you know what though i found there were a lot of them unless you get really into the sketchy ones let's say uh, like two stars <laughs> yeah um a lot of them are still ranging uh dollars 90 a day yeah and a lot of times i can get into the uh all stars mm-hmm. for that and so at that point, it's kind of a moot point for me. I, I end up being right back on property. Yes. Uh, now, some people will tell you, yeah, you're getting extra square footage in your room for that 80 or 90 that you're not getting by staying on property. But for me, I'm very rarely in my room. And so it doesn't take me much space to fall down in a bed or take a shower. Mm-hmm. And so I know for some, for some, they want that extra space. But uh, I don't know. I get that when I'm in the parks.
1: Yep. Uh, Obviously, some more detriments that are from staying off-site. You don't get any extra magic hours. You don't get free magic bands. We talked about that. And you don't get the 60, 60-day 60 advanced fast pass. So, that's um, yeah, kind, and kind what of about unfortunate di- for us.
0: Dining uh, reservations, can you still book those? 180 days out You can, correct? I
1: can do that without okay. a park ticket. Right. Okay. That's what I yep. thought. Okay. Yep. I can book that anywhere i want right now so um
0: they don't care which is interesting Well, because they're holding 10 bucks yes if you don't show and you don't cancel they get to keep your money so
1: yes so um so we're stuck with the 30-day fast pass And already i'm already kind of trying to test the waters so to speak i am i am getting on my test fast pass reservations i'm going 30 days from now and i am saying get me an anna and elsa fast pass Indiana and the on and fast passes are all gone, all gone 30 days from now. I can tell so.
0: you right now. I can see them at 60 days out and they're gone. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. So you don't yeah, nice. don't beat yourself. Here's the next thing too. Keep hammering away at that because uh-huh. I've seen them all of a sudden just open up. Uh-huh. Uh, Cameron and I went through that. And okay. sometimes alter like how, if you're showing that you're taking two in like there's going to be two of you going in or whatever, mm-hmm. change it to three, change it to one, do stuff like that. And mm-hmm. sometimes you'll see, you'll see them open up all of a sudden.
1: Okay. Okay. Here's another tip too, that I heard. Um, somebody said it on a podcast. Um, standard booking with Disney's resort um, package deals. You have to owe 100% of your balance 45, 45 days out. Correct. Yeah. So, What happens is on the 44 days out, people cancel. Yeah. So on 44 days out from your trip, check and see if stuff opens up.
0: Yep. And I I think sometimes fast
1: passes are opening up 45 days out.
0: And there's a lot of people doing that right now. They're booking like uh, campsites Mm -hmm. uh, to get their fast passes and all that stuff set up. And then, yeah, you're right. They're canceling at 46 days. And the thing is right now the system does not kick out their fast passes.
1: Oh, it doesn't. No. That's interesting.
0: And mm. so I don't know if they fixed that. I, I have never tried this, but I've heard a lot of people up to even a month and a half ago still doing it.
1: Interesting. Yeah, think about okay. it. you
0: book a campsite or something mm. at seventy four bucks, and you get seven days of fast passes, and then you cancel it. So I know that they're working. I knew they were working on ways of trying to stop this. So hopefully, it's been done. But sure, sure.
1: Um, okay. So I say, why stay off site? Um, basically we just, we kind of talked about that in, you know, whatever kind of inconveniences there are, unless you, unless your hotel has enough amenities to account for that kind of stuff. Um, I think one of the things that I was thinking about as I thought about this was when you book with Disney and stay on Disney's property, everything is all inclusive and it's all ready to go right there. It's so easy to do it all. Yeah. You don't have to do really much. It's kind of sort of like if you anybody out there has an Apple device. If you buy an Apple device, they have an App Store. They have this, they have that, they have that. It all is linked together. It's one all in one ready shopping. to go. Yeah. Yeah. But if you got a droid and you want certain things. The droid marketplace is open source, so it is completely all over the place. Yep. You have to you might find you might have more variety in apps to choose from because it's not so pin- pulled into an app marketplace like Apple's is. But you're gonna have a little more difficulty finding the things. You kind of have to do more research on your own. You might have to pay extra money for certain apps that Apple already has, that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So in a way, Disney is sort of that package deal like Apple. It's already to go. You're limited to the certain amount of stuff that you can do, and you're you know that's all you get. But then when you go outside a property, you have a lot more options. It's just a lot of work on your end to do a lot more research. Oh, it is.
0: Yeah. To come back on well, it. Well, so. hence the reason why I like to keep doing these, and I always am reworking numbers and reworking angles all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that you know, uh, daily ticket cost just went up, and annual pass just, uh, cost just went up. I am, uh, starting that again, kind of my, working my way down through. Uh, I just did an entire document for universal passes, annual passes. And I'm telling you all three of those passes, I can show you in a three day period to where you'll more than recoup your entire cost of yeah. your, uh, of your pass. So that's the thing that I'm working on now with Disney. Disney's is a little more complicated because there's more things to do, more ways to save. Uh, there's more angles to it, but, uh, the savings is still there. I mean, uh, I can give you even off my AP on this latest trip. I think I just worked it up. I, I've got almost a 400 and some dollar savings between rooms and stuff like that, just on, uh, the trip that I've got come up coming up. And if you add in the trip that I did before, basically within the six, seven days of staying there on property, I've, I've recouped my cost for the annual pass. Mm-hmm. So
1: cool. I think, I know we've talked about this before. I think we, I think we'll hit another show again where we talk about that. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be a yeah, separate you've show. You've got a lot more stuff. Yep. Yeah, so, okay. I've got a couple more things I want to kind of talk about, and that is just kind of recommendations to kind of narrow down that window of off-site stuff that we've talked about. I think we've mentioned it before, but um, All-Star Vacation Homes is a place that is one of those off-site resorts. On this particular trip, I went to them. When I knew that we wouldn't be able to stay on site, I went to them to look to see at pricing. I found a three bedroom house complete with full kitchen very close to Disney for the week that I wanted to go, which is the beginning of June, you know kind of high, kind of high peak time, a thousand dollars for the three bedroom house so that right there you, you can't
0: is, is that a seven day it. week
1: yes, seven day week, okay, so think of that cost a thousand dollars for a three bedroom house off site that's pretty good deal, yeah, compared, that's a pretty good deal, I mean, compared to I don't even know you probably can't get any any deluxe anything close to that, even like a value is there, ah, a value's I'm gonna, cheaper I'm gonna
0: throw another one out there, and you and I haven't talked about this, yeah, there's a place called uh, uh I think it's called dreams Unlimited uh,
1: it's a travel agency,
0: yeah, but they they actually own some condos, oh okay, and you can get them. I think they're three bedroom for ninety nine dollars, sometimes eighty nine dollars a day. Okay. So that's still going to put you in around seven, six, seven hundred dollars for the week. Sure. sure. Um, I need to look these up. I'll stick something in the show notes because I've fine. actually looked at these before, and they're actually really nice. Uh, it depends. I mean, I think you're you might be 15, 20 minutes away from the parks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A so. um, couple other things just to kind of give everyone a awareness of what's happening for the future. Um, right now, if you follow any of the Orlando news, um, have you heard of, uh, Flamingo Crossings? Have you heard I, of that? Yeah,
0: yeah, I have.
1: Okay. So Flam- Flamingo Crossings was a project, is a project that's in progress still. It's kind of like a development phase that, um, I think it's Orlando, it's, it's south of Orlando. So maybe it's not Orlando. Maybe it's just the county surrounding those areas, but it's right off 192. And basically it's a development that, um, they're putting together a, um, a place for hotels to build, so and they're going to put you know roads around this and everything. Yeah, this but it's is on...
0: because of the eye and all that. They're trying to do a redevelopment, correct?
1: Yeah, yes. so it's partially to do with the eye thing, but it's on the west side. So mm-hmm. this is on the west side away from the eye for interchange and everything. It's actually separate. It's a separate thing. It, it, it was actually started in 2008, 2007, 2006, around that time frame, but it got put on hold due to the economics... Status of our country in 2008 when we kind of tanked and everything. Now they are reinitiating all these things and jumping, you know, jumping back on board and doing this. There's an article here I'm looking at from the Orlando Sentinel of October in October of 2014, where they kind of talk about this. Um, Right now, they're saying that, um, well, of course, back here in October, they said there's two hotels opening in January of 2016. It's going to be the Town Place Suites from Marriott and the Spring Hill Suites from Marriott. And then those will have up to 500 rooms. And then by 2017, they hope to have two additional hotels built within that year. Um, and then, of course, 2017 is Avatar Land. And, of course, the west side of this property is right next to Animal Kingdom. So they are um, you know, hoping to provide a little bit of a new opportunity for people to build off-site, to go off-site for Disney. Um, it's right off 192. So 192 is, you know, the south, southern road that runs east to west. That's, yeah. That's south of property. Um, long story short, there's actually some really bad parts of 192, but it's it's a stretch of road. You know, it's you can see clearly which ones are the bad parts. Yeah, not just to go pay
0: attention to. to those reviews. On mm-hmm. a lot of those. I mean, uh, But
1: but like you say, the I-4 interchange is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. It 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 will route traffic like crazy. Construction is going to be chaos for the next oh, 10 probably years. 10 probably ten years.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would say.
1: So, I think it's going to force people to the west side, and this project is perfect timing for that because people will come in the west side. They'll be on the west side of property. You you are literally I from our hotel. We're actually right. Our place is just south of 192. We are the farthest we are away is 20 minutes from the Magic Kingdom, and then we're 15 to everything else.
0: So, um. and I, I listened to I found this place uh, DreamsVillas.com. Here's the deal: four bedroom villa from $99 per night. Uh, you have to do a seven night minimum stay. It's four bedroom, three bathroom villa, sleeps up to 10 people, fully equipped, beautifully appointed. Each villa includes free wireless Hi-Fi. Hi, I'm sorry, free wireless, high-speed internet, televisions in each bedroom, over 50 Disney DVDs, crib, pack-and-play, complimentary membership to Sam's Discount Shopping Club, plus much, much more. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I just – yeah, I'll stick that also in the show notes. But it just remember too because I remember looked at these before and you have to do a seven-night minimum stay. Okay. And I think that's what always stopped me from before. But um, okay. yeah, I mean that looks like a pretty good deal at 99 mm-hmm. bucks a night. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: so, um, you know, kind of back to our trip, we chose this the way we did for what we've got going on. You know, I know we're going to have to come back for nap time in the afternoon. So, you know, it's a little bit of a jog back back to our place from being off property. You know, we got a little bit of uh, keeping all that under account. We're not going to be, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to be in the parks all the time. But that's all right. We'll uh, come back for nap time. We'll hit it back in the evening. It's gonna work out, and uh, I'll report back when we're finished. But it's kind of like one of these things where you kind of have to gauge your family makeup, figure out if offsite is right for you, do the little bit of work that it takes to figure out the offsite stuff, and then proceed with the tickets and everything else you want to do to to get going. But um, I think it's a very feasible option to stay offsite and still be able to have a good wonderful disney vacation is and have a little more flexibility we're actually taking one day off and going to the beach so
0: that's cool um, yeah yeah, it's
1: kind of like one of those things where it's like you know what you know we're off property we can we can arrange that we don't have to worry about feeling like we need to be at the parks
0: well and And, sometimes having that break in between can be nice i mean in between mm -hmm. like in the middle of the trip um day after day after day of pounding the pavement in the parks starts to turn something that is really fun on the first day into kind of a nightmare sometimes by about the third or fourth day with yes. kids. And so to, to kind of find that break and let them kind of go do something else. I think it's a good idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we, if, you know, we'll have a six month old, two year old and five year old. Right. So that, you <laughs> know, it's young family, Yeah, you know, uh, when we have teenagers, you know, I don't mind. I'm sure we'll stay there <laughs> all the time we can. So, uh, but, uh, for now it's the makeup of what it is. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go from there and, uh,
0: well, no, I think yeah. this has been great because we've yeah. talked and talked and talked about uh, on site, on site, on site. So it was a good opportunity here to kind of reach out and say, okay, what's out there and mm-hmm. what's going on? And is this not just possible, but is it a cost savings or at least what are the amenities out of it? Other than even if it's not just cost savings, what are the amenities that I can get? Uh, one of those big things is trying to put seven and eight people into a room uh, without getting into a grand villa or something, which could be $2,000 a day on property, there's very limited, limited options like that on site. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's kind of what you're into at this point, um, is, you know, seven and eight people. So yeah. you got to find a different way to do these things. And so yeah. you, you've kind of done
1: it. Yeah, and let's face it, Disney is, I mean, obviously they have a ton of options on property, but, you know, their values, their values are great but you're limited in the size you can only yeah. have 4 people in a room and then you get charged extra if you have more than two adults you know you jump up to the animation suites those are great and those are a good option i'm glad they've built them And they're they're still valued but they're, they're you know expensive
0: 350 value. that's i mean
1: uh, it's not too cheap no you know? it's not
0: I, don't, I, I have a very difficult time calling those values mhm um uh, so i just $300 $350 $400 a night to me is not a value Mm hmm. So
1: and I think people realize that and that's why this Flamingo Crossings is is coming to fruition as fast as it is, because there is a big market there for that type of crowd to be able to fit, fit and go to Disney and uh, and let's face it, go everywhere else around there. I mean,
0: if you yeah, want to hit mean, Harry Potter,
1: how easy is it to hit Harry Potter now that you're staying off site and it's cheaper?
0: Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. So. And so you're right. I mean, SeaWorld, Harry Potter, there's a lot of stuff like that. You know, too, that you can get these uh Orlando like Flex Passes. I think it's like $350 uh, for a certain amount of days, and you can do SeaWorld. You can do Wet n' Wild. You can do uh, the uh, Universal Parks. It's actually a pretty good deal. If, mm-hmm. if you're somebody who wants to just kind of spread out and do a lot of different things within the week that you're there, those are not a bad deal. Yeah, so I would,
1: actually – uh, also to uh, do undercover tourists, they actually have tickets for SeaWorld and those other places too. Okay. So, um, not only just Disney tickets. So, if if you wanted to go to one vendor to get your tickets, to get all your tickets, uh, you know, that's that's a place also that would be good for that kind of
0: stuff. So, um,
1: you know, anyway, just okay. to kind of say that.
0: Well, there are a lot of places to stay off site, and mm-hmm. remember this: just because you always see maybe a certain price that they've put online, call them they'll they will uh deal with you yeah a lot of them i mean uh, i learned that lesson the hard way with an off-site place i stayed the first time and just paid the price that they asked for online and that was their special that they were running and the place was nice and all that but then i was talking to somebody at the hotel and they started telling me what i paid like i forget they told me a price and i remember thinking that's like eighty dollars a night less than what i'm paying Mm-hmm. And so the next time that I stayed at the same place, this is with the Carib Royale is where it was at. I actually called them ahead and said, okay, how how can you deal with me here? Because otherwise I'm just going to stay somewhere else. Well, yep. sure enough, that's pretty much the price line they came in with was about where the other person had told me. It was around $80, I think. $80 yeah. a night difference. So, yeah, get on the phone. Get on the phone. Don't just take what you see online. Call them. Deal with them. You know, See if you can work out a bargain
1: yeah it's a little different than disney you know disney yeah. has their value seasons and their different seasons that are different costs and they run specials like right now i think the spring room deal is still going on so you can still get a you know 15 at minimum 15 percent off um, but keep in mind that regular hotels are getting you know they have their seasons but they also have their rates that they can deal with things and more than likely if you book ahead of time you're getting a better deal than when you're last minute or walking in because walk-ins i think oh, walk-ins yeah, are the worst dead. price
0: yeah, yeah you're you're dead if you're just a walk-in you're yep. dead but the thing is is uh yeah that's what a lot of people seem to forget uh, that they see everybody in that area as being as uh kind of stringent on price there is no dealing on price like disney is but a lot of these other hotels they really want your business and mm-hmm. so they will deal with you you can actually get a great bargain if you kind of just you know, just talk to them. Get on the phone and talk to them, mm-hmm. and don't always buy the deal, the special that you see them uh, doing online. Mm-hmm. Believe me, you can always do much better when you when you just get on the phone.
1: Yep, yep. So, and actually, some of these places have, some of them might actually sell Disney tickets too. So, I mean, you can you can ask those questions, and I, you know, depending on who it is, you you may want to question and the you know, validity I, I of the. I did bring tickets, this but...
0: up on a on a show. I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks back. About how Uber was being forced into – within Orlando now being forced to charge the same amount of money that a taxi would. Yes. Uh, And I've run the quotes still on Uber for what I did before and the quotes came back the same. Really? Yes. Oh, my. Which was still about half the price
1: interesting and so, so just keep that in hmm.
0: mind uh let's say you're at the airport honestly i would hail uber if you're not if you do not want to get a rental car and you do not have magical express and you cannot find another way to get there i'm telling you if you use a taxi you're going to pay sixty dollars if you use mirrors you're going to pay sixty dollars sometimes a little less but you're going to ride in a van and do 200 stops before you finally get to where mm-hmm. you want to get with the mm. uber car you hail them through your smartphone. Boom, they're there. You climb in the car. They take you and only you directly to your uh, destination.
1: Mm-hmm. The only thing is, you can't reserve it ahead of time. You have to nope. do it right on the spot. Right on the spot. So. Yep. And so, which you, is yeah. it's, it's an interesting thought because I can think of people, for instance, my dad, who is a planner, he would be nervous about that. But I mean, once you do it, it's guaranteed you're going to get somebody. Right. You know. Well, so. and
0: and you're right. I mean, there is a reason. When I booked for us to travel at uh, uh 5 o'clock in the morning uh, from Disney property over to Universal, I used mirrors because I could pay for it and book book it ahead of time. Right. Uh, and that was for that, that comfort because at 4.30 in the morning, you don't really want to be stuck mm-hmm. uh, not being able to get your, your ride over. Now, I don't know if you're – like a lot of people, they're not in a hurry or whatever. And so they're you know at eight or nine o'clock cabs could be i mean uber cars could become available everywhere uh where at four thirty and five o'clock maybe they wouldn't be yeah um, so just keep that in mind, but that's another way I still think to save and i am sorry, it's a better ride uh it's a better ride than you're gonna get in any taxi yep i uh, there's just and I know maybe there's a lot of taxi people that like to strangle me for saying that, but I'm sorry, man, I rode in a I I paid quite a bit of money to get a town car that came and got us from Animal Kingdom and took us over to Universal property, and of course it was leather seats and all that, very nice. And the lady was really nice, so I you know I don't want to discount any of that. Um, but then when we rode in the the Uber car for half the amount of money, it had leather seats. The driver was very nice, and, <laughs> and so yeah. and so you know I other than spending less money, you know, I didn't couldn't tell any other difference. Yeah, yeah. And so.
1: Hey, I gotta add this in for anybody who's a local to Columbus. Uh, Southwest just added flights to uh, California and get Boston. out of here. So uh, I didn't yeah. know this. Yeah, they actually. I should look it up. This is for Cameron's
0: you. worst nightmare.
1: I know. I he know. He's not on the South- show. It's it's hilarious because I heard you guys talking. Oh, like,
0: I can't wait to tell him that. A
1: couple shows ago. Yeah, and
0: so. he, yeah. Where he said, "People don't use Southwest," and yeah. I, I'm sorry, man. I love Southwest. Yeah, I, love them.
1: I don't know. It's because they're hubbed in a, in Columbus. They're just it's great service for us. Yeah. And, and I've I never
0: gotta, I've never yeah. had an unfriendly person or a bad experience. Same here. And believe me, I'll be the first person to get on here and let you know when it happens. But as of right now, it has not happened. And man, I found their planes many times to not be so crammed full. Yep. I mean yep. I have flown once now to where I was able to stretch out across all three seats and just relax on the flight back. Mm -hmm. And actually uh, on this last trip, uh, Tara and Roni both flew both ways like that Mm -hmm. to where the plane wasn't that full. Yeah. Actually,
1: yeah, if you get a hold of – I think it's Columbus. It's just Columbus. But if you get to talk to anybody, talk to the pilots because the pilot that flies the Orlando route, he does it twice a day, and that's his job. So he just loves doing it, and he I think he lives in Columbus. So, um, you know, you just get to talk to those kind of people.
0: Yeah, I'm just sorry. I've just had the friendliest people on there that just laugh. I mean, I was on a plane to where I think there were maybe 30 of us on a plane that should hold like 120, Mm -hmm. 124, I think it was. And they just, man, we had a blast. Mm -hmm. We had a blast. It was just so much fun, and it was like hanging out in your living room talking to friends. Sure. Sure. And so I just I cannot recommend them enough. So sure, it may be your
1: location. I can understand. It could if be cam- cameras in California. And He wants to get somewhere, and the only place to the Southwest is going is Columbus and weir- weird places. You know, whatever. Well, but... and
0: Virgin Airlines. He's got Virgin going out of LAX. Um, Virgin Airlines is known to be a very nice airlines. The amenities that you get for the cost is amazing. So mm-hmm. I can understand why he he spoiled. Sure. <laughs> By Virgin Airlines. So <laughs> and, and sure. whatever. You know, he lives near LAX, you're paying a price. Yep. To live, you know, in that busy even area and everything. So Yep. All the world all the power in the world to him. I hope he can at least get a nice flight out of there once in a while. Sure, sure. And then the
1: other thing is I wanna I wanna wait to hear too bad Roy couldn't join us tonight, but that's all right. We'll have to hear his comments on everything we've covered today, because, you know, being that he is obviously he's not going to comment too much on Universal, but I think that being he's a Disney Vacation Club owner and everything, he's he's all set, set and sold on on property costs. But you know, um, I sent him the questions. He responded, had great question, great answers to them, and I think he would support people staying off property too. Um, you know, it's kind of, yep. you know, Roy is, agree, uh, you know,
0: Roy so. is more about making sure that the person gets there, that yep. they get a chance to actually have their vacation, than mm-hmm. saying, well, yeah, if you don't do this, then you're crazy. He really is about, uh, okay, you know what? If you can work it out, and this is what it'll take to make it so that you can actually make the trip, then yeah, this is great.
1: Mm-hmm. And I got to be honest, it is very convenient to stay on property. Very much so. So, um, uh, you know, I've done it and I know what it's like, so we'll, we'll see what it's like off and, uh, and maybe, you know, there, there is where it comes. The convenience comes with the price to be able to walk out your back door and go to Epcot or, uh,
0: well, get, I gotta be get in a car and drive in a big car I don't know if lot. I can find the pictures. I'm going to look for them, but we stayed when we drove down the one time in the RV, we stayed in a place that I think it was called like royal palms or something and they were these separate cabins but honestly it was like 40 dollars a night for each cabin and so we had two cabins because there were uh-huh. 14 of us sure and the cabins were great they were clean uh but and it was off property mm-hmm. and yeah it was great at the end of the day i just want some place to go back and get a shower and crash and yep. mix shows and do everything that i was doing at that time still um so yeah, I, at the end of the day, you know what? It made it so that the whole of us were able to afford the trip. Mm-hmm. Where if we, if one of us would have said, "No, I insist that I," you know, we have to stay on property. What well, was probably going to take three or four or five of the people on that trip and make it so they couldn't afford to do it. And so yep. yeah, that's where I'm kind of at. Also, that do what you know what you need to do within reason to make sure that the trip happens instead of just saying, "Well, if I can't have it this way, then." Then I don't want to. Uh, then I don't want to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Cool. Okay. Okay.
1: I think we've covered it. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks for hanging in, everybody. I know last week I was listening to the show and you guys were cracking up at the end there.
0: <laughs> well, well he, just Cameron you has you a, a deep comment. knowledge. Both
1: of you had your soap boxes. Yeah.
0: Well, Cameron has a deep knowledge too of uh, of uh, Star Wars, and so he was ripping off stuff like the Tauntauns, <laughs> yeah. and I sent him a video in case anybody didn't see it I didn't just send it to him I tweeted it we were in like whiteout snowstorms and I was driving in one of them and yeah. so and honestly I so I sent him a video I tweeted it and then asked him about it and he said by looking at it in the whiteout uh, he said you're on Hoth well yeah. I, I don't know Star Wars that well so I don't <laughs> really know what Hoth was and then I didn't know what Tauntaun was well then Connor explained to me Tauntaun were these like things that like Luke was Uh, riding around on and it got so cold that he actually cut it open and like had to sleep inside of it yep and so i had no idea so then i knew even though it was hilarious and it's a lot of um, cameron's timing how he delivers the the line Uh um but then i even laughed about it more i think i tweeted a picture later like a couple days later of a little toy thing with a luke sleeping inside the tauntaun like little <laughs> toys awesome. yeah so anyway that's
1: hilarious that's funny yeah speaking of it's yeah i think it's gonna be six below tonight so uh oh, hopefully geez. everybody else is warmer than we are yeah so.
0: or they yeah <laughs> there's hilarious. places where it's much colder yeah uh, so i just talked to somebody in chicago the other day so it's been pretty bad yeah. for them yeah so, yeah. so. Yeah. okay well all uh, right good stuff yeah this has been great so uh We, let's see here, I think I'm going to be putting out a Universal show too and I'm going to do the breakdowns on all the AP stuff so I don't know how long that show will be, I'll probably have some other audio to throw into it so everybody get out there, listen to that too if you haven't Uh, and I always of course forget to say this, uh, go out there and subscribe to us on YouTube, if you're on YouTube please go out there and subscribe to us, we're always looking for more subscribers, more people to kind of see what we do out there. So And I do think what we do is worthwhile of seeing. So, anyway, I think that's all. Yep,
1: sounds good, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Feel free to contact us if you have any questions or you want us to do something else on a show where we can go into more detail. All right, thanks. See ya.
0: Bye.